we know we got over by the blood, the sweat, and the tears of sheroes and heroes, some whose names we know and some whose names we do not know. But I'm going to tell you something. We have been here before. Now, the only difference is we got some company, Rev. We got our gay lesbian sisters and brothers with us this time. We got our Hispanic, Asian, Native American sisters and brothers with us this time. I think Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King said we may not have gotten here on the same ship, but we are in the same boat right now. In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. Alright, Wine Cellar Media, this is the uh, gosh diggity darn laborhood. Uh, what's cracking right now? For as long as I'm on this uh, goofy little night shift work schedule, I figure I'll go ahead and uh, just come on at 10 a.m. no matter what's cracking. Right, no matter what the news is, no matter what's popping off, I'll just pop on at 10 a.m. and see what's happening. Let's see. All right, good. The camera's working there. Oh, why the fuck is uh, Samuel Alito's face there? <laughs> Samuel Alito and his stupid fucking face. And let's get my camera back in order. There we are. Hey, look, that's my basement. You can see all my tools and shit. <laughs> Alright, folks on Podcast Audio, you can't see my basement with all my tools and shit. There we are. Now, what seems to be cracking right now is uh, Tim Pool and Libs of TikTok. Uh, but first, let's uh, let's see why Tim Pool and Libs of TikTok seems to be what's cracking off. Bring that down. We don't really need that there anymore. And let me check my audio coming through on the Facebook Live there. There it is. Yes, my audio is coming through on the Facebook Live. So, uh, looking at NBC Fothermuckin News, um, the uh, Texas mall shooter ranted about Jews, women, and racial minorities on a parent social media page. Ain't that something? Uh, article up, uh, collaboration by uh, Brandon Zardanzi, uh, Courtney Cube, Ken Dillani. Woo! That is quite a name. Delani, Delanian. That is hella syllables. Uh, Ken D. And Eric Ortiz. Uh, let's take a look. This article went up a few hours ago. Uh, social, a social media page appearing to belong to a gunman. Uh, who killed eight people at the Dallas area outlet mall, had shared extremist beliefs with rants about Jews, women, racial minorities, posted since this past September, as well as posts about struggling with mental health. I'd hate to tangent too far too fast, but as we were saying a few months ago, if Kanye West and Kim Kardashian were working class, he would have her okay gotta watch those uh that those uh facebook um uh community standards there all right bring my funk back 
Now, the individual's name appears to be uh, Mar Mauricio. Looks like that uh, would be pronounced Mauricio. Mauricio, I'd say. Mauricio Garcia, a 33-year-old individual, maintained a profile on the Russian social networking platform OK.RU. Let's stop right there. Well, huh, the fact that the word Russia even shows up the Jimmy Dore level clown spiracy theorists are already going to be fucking on it. This is a psyop. It's a psyop. Russia, Russia, Russia. They're going to call this Russiagate. No, nigga. This is not the same thing as that goofy shit that MSNBC went on in 2017. Don't, don't be silly. All right. Uh, continuing. So they're on that networking site, um, including a post uh, referring to extremist online forums such as 4chan and content from white nationalists. Uh-oh. Content from whom? Content from what? You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. I tell you what. Let's take a look back on over there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, white nationalists, including Nick Fuentes, an anti-Semitic white um, nationalist provocateur. You know, Hank Hill has solutions for this. Cool, Dad. What is that? Some old Indian thing. What's it for? Well, I don't know much about Indians, but I do know tools. I do know tools. If I had to guess, I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull... Twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here. Yep, that's what it's for. That is what it's for. And, uh, folks, just uh, let folks know, um, we do have the studio line up. Uh, you can call in at 347-857-3937. I should actually uh, take a moment after I get past this article, and I will type that up into the comment area. 347 347- 857-3937. So, continuing. In the weeks before the attack, Garcia posted more than two dozen photos of Allen Premium Outlets, where an overseer, an officer, killed him after the shooting Saturday and surrounding areas, including several screenshots of Google location information seemingly monitoring the mall at its busiest times. I think they call that recon. He was doing recon, <laughs> right? These people are fucking wacky snacks and they are dangerous than a fathermucker. Continuing, I'm using too many curse words here. I am not going to be able to monetize schnit. Uh, many of his posts referred to his mental health. In his final post, he lamented that his family might say, uh, lamented uh, what his family might say, and wrote that no psychologist would have been able to fix him. In another post, he made disturbing comments about what makes a mass shooting important and praised a person who opened fire at a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. This year, killing six people, including three children. All right. So let, let's run it back there. Where Cuz says, um, he comments about what makes a mass shooting important. Take a look at this right here. This book by Karen Bates, a book. To, let me make sure that's coming up on camera there. This book by Karen Bates. It's called Men Who Hate Women Folk. All right. Damn. Yeah, the light is glaring the shit out of my book. There we go. There y'all see that shit. Men who hate women. Not Karen. Laura Bates. In this book, they talk about uh, one, one of the subjects they deal with in a chapter is the motherfucker that was shooting up shit in New Zealand. The nigga that was um, blasting up the Muslims in there in New Zealand and how um, <clears throat> they considered the real life shit to be like one of their little video games. And in their video games, they're all about racking up points. 
And so while Cuz was like live streaming the the mass murder, they um the other niggas that are on 4chan and shit, they were like, "Yeah, you're getting hella points, Cuz. You're getting hella points, love. Whoop whoop whoop. You know what I'm saying?" And wouldn't be now they don't have the detail on that in this article. Wouldn't be surprised if it's in that vein. Let me glance over at the uh, archive chat space. Uh, there's uh, uh, Jay Ma saying, what a sick asshole. Indeed, a sick asshole. And at times, they're uh, perfectly well assholes. You know, I tell you what, where I'd like to put an AR-15, they'd be a well-done asshole. I tell you that right now, Chief. I'm not going to be able to monetize anything. Continuing. Uh, he also posted photos of a flak vest emblazoned with patches, one of them with the uh, initialism uh, for, quote, right wing death squad. Let's stop right there again. Now, those of us that have some critiques about hot Christianity, what is a two syllable thing that we call them? A death cult. We've been trying to tell you father muckers that tell us we're going too far. We're not being nuanced. Just have some discussion and debate. No, fool. They're a death cult. And he's telling you. Jesus Christ. Will you believe them if they tell you and not us nerdy nerds that do research? Because apparently research is stupid and speculation is fun. And believing bad faith actors at face value is fun. Oh, nerdy, nerdy research. Don't don't trust that. Too many facts. All right. Continuing. Right? I think they call this being in a good mood. Uh, what is it? What else does Cuz have? All right. So right-wing uh, death squad. A popular ming among far-right extremist groups. At what point... Yeah, I know. It's hard for me to get through an article. At what point are they no longer far right and that's just the normal right? Like, let it see known. Everything that we know about these niggas, the average dorkwad, uh, you know, Jim Bob, Jack and Jill ass motherfucking Republican voting for the Jack Knuckle fuck sticks at the top and that ignored this shit at the bottom. They know it. Just because they're not putting in work doesn't mean they don't know that work is getting put in. Right? You go to the illest crip hood, everybody isn't Tookie Williams. They didn't all put in that work. But they support it. Hell, when's the last time Snoop Dogg put in work? Snoop hasn't put in work since the mid-80s. But he still supports it. Keefy D hasn't put in work since the mid-90s. He still supports it. Does you gets it? Hell, Obama hasn't been involved in signing off on a drone strike since 2016. He still, he still, uh, he still supports it. And if you don't support it, don't boo, vote. All right, let's go. Uh, and also, what else did Cuz have? Another post included a series of shirtless pictures, more photos and all. With visible white power tattoos, including SS lightning bolts and a swastika. The shooter was armed with multiple weapons, including an AR-15 style rifle and a handgun, authorities said. Continuing with the article, coming off of NBC News. Let's uh, note the um, the the journalist team again. Uh, the journalist team that put this together was a... Uh, Brandy Zardanzi, Zardazny, uh, Courtney Cube, Ken Delanian, and Eric Ortiz. All right, let's move forward. Agents with the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. All right. Uh, the ATF, as it were. And explosives. I don't know why they just find firearms and mini explosives. Whatever. Uh, and explosives. They were tracing at least four weapons found at the scene, a law enforcement source said, including the weapons found in his vehicular. Electronic receipts posted on the shooter's social media account appear to show he spent more than 
$3,200 on three types of firearms he bought in June through a Dallas gun distributor. And the cold game is, I mean, you hop on a forklift gig or some shit like that, you hit a couple overtime shifts, you can snag up three Gs real quick. Real quick and real fast. Uh, continuing. Uh, many of uh, uh, Garcia's other posts were misogynistic. Surprise, surprise. What's the name of that book? By Laura Bates. Men Who Hate Women. Telling you. Like, connect these motherfucking fascist dots, my people. All right? Uh, let me take a look at the archive chat space. Uh, okay, we got uh, a Lori Loco up in the joint uh, was cracking um, said, white supremacists aren't all white. And there's a Theo Loco posted up in the joint. Okay, I hope Theo Loco saw that I uh, put the link on the Twitter. Yep, good old Pew Pew Shooty Boom Texas. Pew Pew Shooty Boom Texas. That I could make that a song. Just give me a hot beat. Yeah, give me give me one of them Timberland instrumentals. One of them Timberland. Uh, but not with Magoo. Magoo was whack. Jesus. Uh, continuing. His other posts were misogynistic. Railing against women and parroting language used in incel communities. Come on, niggas. Are we still... I know. I gotta watch my language. I would really like to monetize these and work from home. I hate these shifts. I don't want to go to this building. It's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> uh, continuing. Uh, so, incels. We're all surprised by that, aren't we? Uh, in the post, Garcia referred to a specific incel forms and valorized a gunman whose 2014 murder spree in the Isla Vista, California, is celebrated is in in um in incel communities. And as I glance forward to the next paragraph, they do not contextualize that. So let it see known that they're talking about Elliot Rogers. Elliot Rogers was a little mark ass buster uh, that was like, oh, uh. All the white girls don't like me, and they like all them little colored boy sports players because they got colored boy sports playing muscles, and they do sex on them, and they're not doing sex on me, and I's mad, so I'm going to shoot them. And he made his whole little little buster-ass manifesto, and then he, um, he murdered a couple of his roommates, and then he went and just went blasting on folks um, through the, the campus. And the people on these incel forums, to this day, they refer to him as Saint Elliot, the Supreme Gentleman, as he referred to himself in one of his uh, YouTube rants that was irresponsibly um, deleted from existence. Like, that type of shit needs to be in, like, fucking museums of patriarchy so that shit can be studied excuse me, and not in just any old hands, right? Like, I think that Mein Kampf, that Hitler book, Mein Kampf translates to my struggle. Mein Kampf should not be public domain. That shit should not be publicly available. Mein Kampf should be in a fucking museum and only at the hands of, like, fucking, like, Cornell West. You know what I'm saying? Like, only people that teach how this shit is fucked up should have access to it. You understand that a 12-year-old left alone with a computer or a tablet while their parent is being exploited by the capitalist class can go and access Mein Kampf translated to English and interpret it however the fuck they want. That shit should not be available. It's propaganda then, it's propaganda now. All right. As you can see, I'm very... uh very calm and reasonable kind of guy. Continuing, uh, the Marce uh, authorities have not revealed a motive. N man, come on. Does a sentence ever just piss you off? Like real piss. Like I'm talking about, uh, does a sentence piss you off like to this level? Where, where are we at here? You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Does it piss you off until you you pee your pants until you're cool? Like, come on. After all that information, earlier in the article, someone had what we might call the nerve 
to put that sentence there. Authorities have not revealed a motive. Excuse me? The whole article is full of motive. Continuing, a senior law enforcement source said the gunman's social media site is part of the investigation. Well, thanks for being on the job, Texas boy. Uh, The official said the preliminary review found the gunman's social media posts were not liked or shared by other users and stressed that the investigation continues. An official said the authorities believe the shooter acted alone and that investigators continued to interview his relatives and friends. He did not act alone. Understand, libs of TikTok acted with him. Tim Poole acted with him. Tucker Carlson acted with him. Uh, that nigga Batia, I can't really pronounce all of her name, but her first name is Batia. I recently posted her shit to the neighborhood. Remember the um the white nigga um that that was that couldn't define woke on the spot with Brianna Joy Gray. Uh, Batia worked with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a Twitter page called Clown World. Clown World worked with him. Let me tell you something about clown. When a conservative leaves a clown emoji, you do understand that that's a neo-Nazi joke, right? Did you not know that? You didn't? That's from 4chan. Um, a, a, a heavy-handed Nazi investigator, uh, investigative journalist, and, uh, and writer by the name of uh, uh, Robert Evans. Robert Evans followed this shit real tough and published his findings that, um, that they started the clown world thing you know, obviously to be anti-transgender, anti-black folks. And um, and they started that on um, on 4chan. And then they started moving it through social media. And, and instead of calling stuff like woke or, you know, whatever the slur is for the day, they were putting clown world. It's clown world. They're clown world under everything. And it got all the way to the point where Donald Trump retweeted them at one point. They had a big celebration. They opened up the clown world Twitter page and... People just think that that's just a regular page, just clowning shit. That's an over million following Nazi page. Like people say this is not normal. Don't normalize it. We're past that. It's been normalized. And now would be the time to, I don't like using this word too much, but organize against that. Taking a look at the archive chat space. Okay, there's Jay Ma saying, yeah, it is un-effing believable. I don't use curse words. I'm a Christian. Uh, Un-effing believable. All right. Uh, We have a part of the article that is uh, subheaded analyzing evidence. All right. Let's analyze it. Uh, Federal, state, and local law enforcement officials are analyzing evidence seized at two locations in Dallas. His family's home in the northeast, uh, excuse me, in a northeast neighborhood and at a hotel north of downtown. The evidence that has been gathered suggests the shooter uh, subscribed to a mishmash of ideologies. Uh Uh-uh. Nah. See, no, let me see where they go and then I'll tell you what the real deal is. All right, a mishmash of ideology, said the law enforcement official, familiar with the detail. And I'll also tell you why the police want to call it a mishmash. Let me tell you something um, with, uh, with the details of the investigation. But the official continued, um, uh, but the official cautioned it may take weeks or months of agents to analyze the information to gain a more complete picture of his ideology. Nigga, just subscribe to my podcast. You'll get it. But that's the end of that paragraph. So why do the police want to be like, oh, oh, it's just a mishmash and we couldn't understand it. Because these folks are pro-police and they're pro-police because police kill the same people they do. The only difference is the police, they don't need to um, commit suicide or, or get shot after it because they're the shooter. The police have the monopoly on the violence that they're playing a part of, right? Like the police are the centralized monopoly on that violence while niggas like um, Garcia and Dylan Roof 
and um, the uh, I can't remember all these niggas' names. Kyle Rittenhouse and all these niggas. They um. They are vestiges. They are satellites to that planet, to that centralized uh, monopoly on violence, right? So they're less official. But then again, with what we just saw up in the New York subway, um, a little bit more official, right? Like with George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman at least had to go to trial. And then at least like, uh, like there were massive marches. Remember that shit when George Zimmerman niggas was marching all up in Hawaii and all that shit with their bags of Skittles and their, their uh, iced tea. Like, but with this one, now things have shifted, right? Zimmerman, that was a smooth ass decade ago. Now this one, they're just like, nah, let the murderer walk around. Like right now, that murderer may have a haircut, grew some facial hair, looks totally different. And he has such a basic white name, no one's really going to think about it. Like, that murderer right now is probably hanging out with a black person having a brewski. Make that as clear as possible. All right, but then also, what did Cuz have? He had one of those Punisher logo stickers, you know, like the police have. And like bootlickers that love the police have. The police are a part of that so-called mishmash. It's all fascism. It's all vestiges of that. And let's keep in mind, like, that word fascism as we use it now. Remember, like, that whole fall of Rome shit? At the end of that fall of Rome, when the part where you could officially say it fell, you know what the fuck was happening? People that worked for politicians... We're, um, we're taking sticks and bats, you know, like, a you know, handheld melee weapons and breaking into the houses of political opponents at the civilian level to bust their heads open. And what did they call those melee weapons? Fash. <laughs> it's a fun world, isn't it? Real cool stuff happening. Uh, let's get um, two more paragraphs and two more sentences out of this article. And then, um, and then I'll hit you with the phone line number. Uh, Garcia has no criminal record that authorities were immediately aware of. He joined the army. Remember how they kept saying cuz in New York was a Marine? Okay. Remember all those articles that you've seen over the past um, half decade, at least, if you've been paying attention, of like, Folks are joining the military and taking military tactics and then using those for white supremacist attacks at the street level. Come on, man. He joined the army in 2008, but was kicked out after three months for physical or or for a physical or mental condition. He did not complete basic training, nor was he ever deployed or did he receive any awards. Uh, this are th- that information is coming from a army spokeswoman uh, because it must be gendered. Heather Hagen. Heather Hagen further tells us that uh, quote, we do not provide characterization of discharge for any soldier. End quote. Hold up, nigga. Is the military beyond the um uh, FOIA, F O I A, the Freedom of Information Act? Somebody lace me up with that. Hold up, nigga. Hold on. It's Google time. Am I still live? I am still live. The fuck is that? Okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah, let's see if the military is beyond the Freedom of Information Act. Um, does the military have to... Ah! Search. Let's type. Get your fingers back on home row, Mr. William. Does the military have to... the hell's on my, uh... The fuck is wrong there? Uh, okay. Have to comply with FOIA request. Okay. Let's see. The fuck? I don't need this .gov. Is the military subject to FOIA? Okay. Army.mil. Uh, Department of Army Freedom of Information Act. Soldiers and DA civilian employees as private citizens may request records under FOIA. Well, that doesn't tell me enough. And this is not really research time. I'm already live. Uh, FOIA requests uh, must be submitted in writing 
Um, uh, reasonably describe the records you seek with enough detail so that the records can be located with a reasonable amount of uh, effort to state your willingness to pay applicable fees and include your mailing address and phone number. Aha! Uh -huh. Okay. Um, so, have any of y'all heard of Jason Leopold? If you haven't, I'll lace you up. Jason Leopold has a nickname among government officials as the FOIA terrorist. Jason Leopold stays filing FOIA requests for all that shit they like to keep secret. All right, so, from what it looks like, and let's, let's get that, um, yeah, from health.mil. Yeah, okay, MIL short for military. So yes, you can make a FOIA request to the military. So if any of y'all people out there that are actual journalists, right? I'm not a journalist. I'm a crip that didn't die and I don't like misogyny, so everyone has to hear me yell about it. I'm not actually a journalist. Any of y'all real journalists, get that FOIA request out there. Let's see what's cracking. And let's see if they actually fulfill it. Let's see if you file a FOIA request with the military and it runs up to the Supreme Court and see how that goes for you. Woo! Nothing in this society is legitimate. <laughs> Make that super duper extra mega hella clear. All right. Okay. And that was all I really needed from that article. So let me go ahead and... Um, and do a flipsy do snipsy poo and uh, flip this over so that we can get ourselves the uh, studio line in the chat space. It's 1038. I can be on a little longer and then I have to get to my other job uh, where I do a little contracting with Sex Workers Outreach Project and then off to my other job where I have a contract where I go fix printers and shit. I am the hip hop socialist. The news is a shit show these days, and we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. Yes, queen, go off girl boss, pussy hat slay. Okay. And what the hell is that? Ooh, my proctologist is never going to believe I didn't do this to myself. Now nah, your proctologist, I, I think your proctologist will believe you. All right, can I transition there? All right, so let's see what's happening with uh, with, with Tim Pool on the Datgum uh, Twitter there now. Tim Pool. I put time pool and Twitter is very funny style about your, uh, your search terms. Yeah. So Tim pool is, uh, vehemently denying this. So Tim pool sees the images of like his ideology on display uh, we have a tweet by No Lie with Brian Tyler Cohen. And Brian Tyler Cohen is telling us, um, wow, the Allen, Texas mass shooter's profile on a Russian social media site has been found. He posted a photo of Nazi tattoos and uh, reconnaissance photos. Look at that shit. What did I say when I was covering the article? Cuz was doing recon. You gotta know about that. Cuz was doing recon. That's like, um... Like, let's say it's the mid-90s and I need to engage in some activities. To engage in those activities um, where I need to find out what's happening on another side of town, I would wear no blue clothes, nothing blue. And I would put on maybe some, some tan-colored khakis, some khakis, and black chucks. Again, not the blue chucks. Put on the black chucks with the, uh, with the fat white laces. And put on like a, a black shirt with a red logo and like a black hat. And I can just go through the east side neighborhood and see what's cracking where and who's doing what. That would be recon. Um, I think if you go to a cat named Sibo had an album called One Life to Live. 
And on that One Life to Live, he had a record title, I'm a Fool. And on that record, he said, um, quote, I got the beanie on my eyes, flamed up in disguise, <laughs> right? Like, this is recon, it's reconnaissance, right? So that person is showing that, and Tim Pool quote tweets it, saying, quote, I'm assuming they posted the fake Russia profile in response to the fact that a trans person shot kids. Uh, they are terrified. Now, so he's going back to the, um, the, the shooting at Nashville where the shooter happened to be transgender. And so Republicans immediately said, whoa, look at this rise in transgender shoot. Get the fuck out of here. And then they try to add that to where, uh, where cuz, uh, shot up the nightclub, um, I forget, uh, it wasn't Pulse. Pulse was in Orlando, Florida. Damn, there's so many, there's so many fucking right-wing terrorist acts. It's hard to keep track of these motherfuckers in your head. But they shot up that nightclub out there. And then, in classic troll mode, obvious troll mode, if you're actually paying attention to fascists, that they said, oh no, the the shooter claimed to be non-binary. You know goddamn well they're bullshitting you. Right, but only the left really knows that. And then let me see if uh, something else, because they were also influenced by, ooh, excuse me, libs of TikTok, and I'm making sure, yes, no one is on the uh, studio line, and I get that. I don't go live very often. 347-857-3937. Uh, libs of TikTok, because remember when... um. Right-wingers finally learned the language stochastic terrorism, even though the left had been talking about it for over a fucking century. Um, libs of TikTok removed stochastic. Uh-huh. There we are. So, thank goodness for screenshots. Uh, Chaya Raichik themselves... Uh, this is November 20th, 2022. Chaya Raichik, the owner of the Libs of TikTok page, who doxed herself, uh, put, quote, I put stochastic terrorists, uh, the name they've been using for months to describe me, years, in my bio to trigger the left. Mission finally accomplished. Right? So they put that in their bio. And uh, Ari Drennan made a note that after this... Chaya Raichik removed that from their shit. And let's also keep in mind, Chaya Raichik was seen at the, um, at the January 6th shit. You know, like there's that photo of Chaya Raichik right the fuck there at the Storm the Capitol joint. Why is Chaya Raichik not on the motherfucking stand? I thought it was a justice system. I totally didn't. I say that in jest. All right. That was, um, that was me acting in bad faith. I totally did not think it was a justice system. I would never think something so silly. Check it. All right. No action in the archive chat space right now. Let me see. Uh, next level. Okay. Same information. The uh, the Texas shooter posted neo-Nazi and incel uh, content um, online. Let me uh, do a little bumper. And we will totally switch to uh, a little bit of different news here. Where is Vatness? Hey, what's this one? There we go. How do you feel? I feel, I feel amazing. Is this how men feel? All the time. Even the ugly ones. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Why do you smell so good? Because I don't need the alcohol and I only take bubble bath. If you manual laborers would work as hard as the owners, you wouldn't be so poor now, would you? It's a chance to do good for us boys in the hood. Just call us NWA, Neighbors with Appetizers. You got some great moves, Todd. Love it. Oh shit. 
Misogyny, I only slut shame women that have consensual sex before sundown. With diet misogyny, I can mask my fat shaming as health concern. With diet misogyny, I only hate black women. Man, that's racism. Thanks to diet misogyny, I'm no longer anti-abortion, I'm just pro-restrictions. The news is a shit show these days, and we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. Diet misogyny tastes just like regular misogyny. Yep, diet misogyny does taste just like regular misogyny teacher caught on video repeatedly using a racial slur during a middle school class in Fontana. Inland Empire Bureau Chief Rob McMillan has the video and reaction, including how the school district is now responding. I was just thinking, dang, this teacher is out of her mind. We're not showing her face or using her name, but this student, who is African-American, says she shot this video in her language arts class at Sequoia Middle School in Fontana, showing her teacher using the N-word over and over and over again. I, you asked me how to spell it, so go ahead and pronounce it. Pronounce it after me. She was. All right, so that is a white teacher just inwarding right in the uh, the black child's face, and let let it see known. Let's keep in mind, like all this, none of this is new. It's just that we have the internet now and we can see it. Like this has always been what um what black children have been subjected to since school integration take it how you want to but what school integration is and again you interpret this however you want it is trusting white people alone with black children that's what's happening if a black child is dropped off at a black school the black parent the black parent just has to deal with I have to trust my black child being left alone behind closed doors with white adults for decades now. Well, about six decades. <laughs> and uh, again, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to make an argument for or against. I just see it for what the fuck it is. That's what it is. My biological mother was born in 1958. And uh, when she was going to school in New Jersey, she told me about a um, a teacher that would uh, take black children in the closet to spank them when they acted up. And when she got in trouble, uh, she knew about the, the teacher taking black children in the closet alone to spank them. And she started crying so hard that it frustrated the teacher and he just said, forget about it. Like, this is this is the deal. Yeah, I know. There are white teachers out there that are not doing shit like that. Which ones, though? It's kind of like the good cops thing. What uniform does the good cop wear? How do I how do I know that this one is a good cop approaching me? Come on, cuz. Like, let's not be silly billies here. Trying to force him to say the word, and she repeatedly kept saying it, and she had a smirk on her face. And how many times did she say it? Probably, she said it a lot of times, probably like 15 or more. How did the issue come? And let's keep in mind, notice how the, um, that child said the teacher had a smirk on her face. Remember that shit where suddenly, um, the whole right wing didn't understand the, uh, any way to differentiate a genuine smile from a biting smirk, from a snarky smirk? from an insulting and belittling smirk. Suddenly they didn't know what that was when it was that, uh, that little white supremacist Nick Sandman who was smirking in the face of that indigenous man that was uh, at, at the protest and Cuz had on the MAGA hat and he was seen earlier that day on camera. Um, they were sexually harassing girls out there at the same event. Smirking. 
this is what white supremacy is all about. They love smirking at you while they say, we is not be racist. We just want states' rights, smirk. Come on, cuz. Let's not be silly billies. Well, according to several students, the class was reading a Mark Twain novel. When someone asked the teacher about the spelling of the N-word, that's what prompted this reaction from the teacher. The teacher got in front of the class and she was saying that this word is just an English word and everybody can say if she wants to, it's in the dictionary, and that people are oversensitive over the word. What do you think about that? Uh, not acceptable. That people are oversensitive. Remember, they always say you're oversensitive about that, but say the word racism around them. Say the word socialism around them. And then they're also saying oversensitive, but also if everyone's oversensitive and you should say it more, why are you an adult with institutional power in this building saying it to black children? Nah, you want, you want to make the stand? You want to be the N-word activist? Go outside and say it to black adults. Matter of fact, say it to me. I ain't nothing but a little snowflake SJW. I'm probably going to cry. Come on. Run up on me. Lean in my face. Smirk and say it. Go ahead. Come on, cuz. Caroline Rivera has two students at this school. In her opinion, the teacher needs to be disciplined. Of course. Uh, pulling the teacher out. Uh, maybe going through training again. The fu Look, fuck discipline, all right? Like, in a world where if I had a little institutional power, this is what you do. You, um, you make, you put it on a flyer. This person is a teacher. This is their first and last name. And you send that flyer out to all black people around. Anyone who's not classified as white, red as white, or self-identifies as white, you send them that flyer with a refrigerator magnet so they can hang it on their door and know who that is. Like, I think people, like, that's just like um, unpopular opinion, real unpopular. I'm ready for all sorts of disagreement. When a black child encounters a racist white child, that white child's first and last name should be out there. And the parents' names should be out there so that black parents can know whose house not to send their black child to. So that black adults can know which white parents and white adults to not associate with. Shout out and rest in peace to Tamala Horseford. Now, give me your pushback. Montana Unified School District would not comment on whether this teacher was disciplined or not, but did provide a statement that read, in part, quote, while we acknowledge that this derogatory language comes from a novel first published in the late 1800s, and that historical context is important to consider when discussing literature, the district does not condone the language that was used in the video or using that language outside the context of discussing the novel. We reached the teacher by phone, but she told us she did not want to comment on the video why you don't want to comment don't like that's your platform right there homie okay because you just like that with school integration you get to be behind closed doors with black children to treat them like this and the black parents have no choice in the matter period peace point guard blankenship um i saw something in the archive chat space there let me take a look here um uh, Jay Maz in the uh, chat space saying, quote, uh, those Mark Twain books weren't even good. Why the hell do they keep making kids read that shit? God damn it. That's what I was about to say. Well, fine then. Stolen valor. I would like to commit now. I surely would. <laughs> but yeah, like, and also why do white people need to learn little lessons and shit from novels? Like, I, I don't really care about novels. Teach out of the newspaper. The newspaper is new every day. That's why it's called news. The journalism is good. The editing is good. Then they'll learn about what's happening locally. You will make them informed citizens. Don't you want informed citizens? Doesn't the school system want informed citizens? Nah. Nah, of course not. And uh, Jay Ma in the archive chat space also saying, quote, 
I swear they just want to keep these books with these slurs just to make kids uncomfortable. The books suck. I'm betting so. Probably the mumble rap of literature to one degree or another. All right. And then somewhere else I wanted to go. This is like, I'm kind of building my format of doing these 10 a.m. live streams, right? Hit the big news, hit the side news that I care about. And then I want to swing it back, bring it back just like this to the actual Mr. Williams Laborhood Facebook page. Uh, let me uh, flip it, dip it. Oh, is that the Phoenix and Williams show uh, background? It's show enough is. Hey, what's happening there? Why is my screen acting flashy, silly, goofy? Uh-oh. There we are. Nope, that's the wrong one. Let's... Let's get the right one, baby. Uh-huh. There we are. All right. So one of the things we recently shared on the Laborhood page was uh, why saying not all, what saying not all men actually does. It refuses to acknowledge that gender violence happens too often. It takes the focus off of men who are violent and or misogynistic, like the Texas shooter. Uh, refuses to acknowledge that even good guys can enable the problem. Right? Let's look at that. Good guys can enable the problem, right? Like, um, and I, I get overpraised sometimes and I wish y'all niggas would stop that shit. Stop being like, Mr. William is such a good feminist. No nigga. I'm a mildly decent crip that didn't die. Like I'm not fucking amazing. Don't say that shit. Like stop fooling yourself into that. All right. Like, cause like, let us see. No. Yeah, I do. I take my actions here and there. But like, um, think about like a moment, um, in the factories where I could enable the problem. So let's, I'm on first shift, right? And this is like a real world example. I'm on first shift and I know how to run this particular machine. I know how to work this particular station. And when second shift comes in, I'm supposed to be on my way out to go wait at the clock out clock for 30 minutes, you know, to clock out and, and leave. But instead of going to post up with that 30 minutes, I see that the person coming in to cover on second shift is a um, is a black woman of low experience. Again, it's a real world example at the Peacock Packaging. That factory is now bought out by um, Hearthside Food Solutions. Same factory, same practices. Right. But when it was Peacock Packaging, homegirl comes in and I noticed that the folks that set her up for her station all they did was put her in the station, very quickly showed her how to fold a box and push it through the tape and walked away. That's all they left her with. So I took home girl and I was like, check this out. In my toolbox, I got these extra gloves and these wrist guards. Cause what's going to happen after you're going to do easily like upper hundreds of boxes a day. You're going to do like 800. You could do a thousand on a heavy handed day. You're going to do an ass load of those boxes. And when you're folding them, the edge of those boxes are going to keep scraping your wrist. They didn't give her wrist guards. If I would have left without getting her safety gloves and wrist guards, I, as the so-called good guy, amazing feminist, would be a part of the fucking problem. Can you dig it? Right? By virtue of willful, knowing neglect. If you neglect, you're helping. I saw that it was fucked up. I could have walked away. Right? Um, <clears throat> and also show cuz that, um, yeah, you have this big stack of boxes here, but that is going to dwindle in under 10 minutes. So at these times when the machines are down and they're not kicking the product out for you to box it out here, keep making boxes. Keep folding, flapping them, and getting like, you want to have like 200 boxes on the ready because they're going to dip. And when you get like down to like um, 75 boxes or so, the machine's going to go down. The the machine operator's going to have to do a little maintenance work to get it back up and cracking. Boom. And that time, you make more boxes and build your inventory back up. They didn't put her up on any of that game. They didn't give her any equipment. And I could still be considered some good guy by anyone who didn't see that incident. I could have walked away and then still walked around being considered a good guy by motherfuckers out here. All right, let's keep it all the way official. All right, taking a look. Um, We had a, a real fun one over there. 
Apparently there's something called Bumble. I don't know all of these social media things and dating sites. They're just, it's too tough to try to keep up with all of them. And on the Bumble, somebody uh, posted their About Me section. And then because About Me section, they put, I'm a manly man. I enjoy drinking beer and eating meat pies and scratching my balls. And they put, um, if, if you don't like it, uh, if you don't like that, you don't want a real man. So there, and it's kind of like, hold up, babe. So you're poorly hydrated. Your diet lacks balance. You don't take hygiene serious where them smells be smelling. Relationship advice is easy with guys like you out there. All right? Because them smells be smelling. All right, let's keep it official. Too much information. After I do a 14-hour shift, I can take a shower before that 14-hour shift. When I get off and I uh, remove my gear to go take my after-work shower, even after just being at work, one day, them smells be smelling. Get the scrub-a-dub happening. Jeepers, creepers, and chimney sweepers. And uh, we also had on the laborhood um, uh, these uh, Ninja Turtle thing. I don't know who made this. I don't follow comic books. I won't follow comic books. I will not get into all these Marvel movies. But it's um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as like a hologram human form so they can be out in public. And... Uh, they were illustrated as black teenagers with uh, Raphael, you know, very barrel chested, um, to my understanding, fitting the character visually. Uh, Michelangelo looking like a little nigga, uh, you know, smaller, younger, kind of kind of like a, the Riley Freeman of the crew. Right. But not homophobic, I hope, you know, and um, and then uh, Leonardo is kind of like a, you know, midsize regular cat. You know, Leonardo, I'm not going to front, like, they got to redo Leonardo's look because he looks like a crip. I'm going to keep it all the way official. Can I uh, zoom that in? Like, who who, who greenlit this Leonardo image? Oh, it won't let me uh, zoom in the way I'd like to. Can I click the whole image? Bring that up. Yeah, Leonardo looks banged out, though. With that fucking blue baseball cap and the bandana around the neck. Yeah, fi- fix Leo. This is problematic Leonardo. <laughs> right? Leonardo, like, get some pizza. That's on the set. What up, OG Splinter? You know, yeah, Leonardo looks like he calls Master Splinter OG Splinter in this image. You're killing me, Smalls. Right? Because, like, Raphael has on red, but doesn't look like a blood. Right? Donatello has on purple, but doesn't look like he's from Grape Street Watts. Right? Uh, Michelangelo has on orange, but doesn't look like he's from the Hoovers. Leonardo looks like he's from Rolling 60s. Let's not be silly. <laughs> uh, dancing it down. Uh, more uh, posts about the, uh, the Texas shooter. Uh, ah, the pink post. This is a great one, right, from the end of uh, last week, uh, one day ago. So, oh, the last day of the weekend. And it's apparently this cat named Stewie Peters. This is ill with transphobes. Like, transphobes, they don't just want to um, to bring their harm and their ideology down against uh, transgender women, queer folks, gay folks. They hate cis women, too. Now, right? Like... We have 360 bigots. You know what I'm saying? Bigots are fully functional. These are multidimensional bigots. These are uh, bigot sectional, all right? Intersectional bigotry. So it comes at uh, skinny cis white women too. Um, And Stu Peters uh, says, quote, those ain't childbearing hips. And it's a photograph of the singer Pink uh, you know, with the, there you go, talking about you, want me back. Sometimes I see like that. But, you know, um, Pink is on. And and Pink, uh, nigga, where is your body fat? Yeah, like, Pink looks like she hasn't had a calorie since the Clinton administration. Like, yeah, as I sit here, like, 
with my hand under my belly so that my belly doesn't fall too hard on my lap right now. <laughs> you know, but like Pink is clearly a nigga that like does whatever kind of exercises get your shit like that. I didn't even know the human body could look like that. And Stu Peters says, quote, those aren't childbearing hips. Because you see, folks, being fit, feminine, and friendly does not make them less misogynist. And being cis doesn't mean they won't impose their transphobia upon you. There is no need to be a turf. Being a turf is silly beans. And uh, the singer Pink uh, saw this and quote tweeted it. And really, you know, and this is another look at that, that clown emoji. But Pink said, oh, Stewie, 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 Stewie. You've got too much free time. And I dig what Pink does there outside of the clown emoji. I told why earlier in the episode. But like, there is no arguing to be done with these people. Just say, ah, you're a fucking goofball and get the fuck away from them. Because they're not trying to make sense. They're not trying to win a debate, have an argument. I really need to check and see if anyone's on the studio line. <laughs> Excuse me if anyone has been on the studio line. I uh, I stopped looking for a second. I got too caught up in the episode. That's on me. Let me get over there. Did a bow. Open that. Okay, no one on the studio line. My bad if you got on there and waited too long and bounced. Right, um, doop-a-doop-boo. Uh, see what else we brought up in the laborhood. Also, um, <clears throat> when someone uh, brings you that shit about Democrats were the Ku Klux Klan and they were in favor of slavery, and then uh, they don't care about making sense with the shit they say. Right, because like somebody responds and uh, and says, "Oh no, look out! You're going to get the old." But they switched party sides argument. They switched sides argument, and so now they know that we're going to point out that verifiable fact. They just like denying that fact. When you're arguing with clown clown conservatives, these fascists got to keep in mind they don't care about accuracy. They care about fascism. You know, so I just responded with nothing more than the New York Times article from September 17th, my mother's birthday, September 17th, 1964, when my mother turned six years old. Um, Yeah, so damn, on my mother's sixth birthday, the uh, New York Times published this, noting that um, Strom Thurmond, all right, Strom Thurmond is the most uh, prominent but this was essentially all um, Southern Democrats at that time switched to the Republican Party. And Strom Thurmond, Strom Thurmond switched ahead of the 1964 presidential election, saying that the uh, ooh, excuse me, saying that the Democratic Party no longer represented people like him and endorsed uh, the Republican nominee Barry Goldwater who also opposed the Civil Rights Act, Barry Goldwater. Gee, I wonder why the name Barry Goldwater is a little more known some of these times than before. Hold up. Let's see. Remember, Goldwater was running on the uh, the white supremacist uh, ticket at the Tizime. Uh-oh, Skibidoop. Bring up images there. That it right there? Yep, let's swing it back, bring it back just like this. And there is Hillary Clinton working for that campaign as a, quote, Goldwater girl. Come on, let's stop being silly. Uh, Dancing it down, dancing it forward, this, that, and the other. Uh, This one, I had to moat, because, you know, like, um, the, the the conventional misogynistic wisdom is that men is be reasonable and rational and women is just be petty and childish and um, and not making sense. They function on feelings, that whole business. Bill Maher made that argument, just so you liberal women that love Bill Maher's fascism. Uh, <clears throat> and it's uh, the actor Tyron Turner. 
Tyron Turner played Kane in Menace to Society, and they played that funny-looking banana-eating cat in um, in the movie Belly. And Tyron Turner was asked by the host of um, a show called The Art of Dialogue about, like, what was going on with his character in the movie Belly. And apparently, when he played that character so ridiculous, he inadvertently created an iconic character in, um, in hood movies. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'll say black film. Hood movies are black films. An iconic character in black films. And... <laughs> And on the screen, you can see what it says. He says, I know I'm being a hater. And the description, because the takeaway was, I tried to ruin the movie Belly because Hype Williams lied to me and gave DMX the lead role. You know, just a man being reasonable and rational, unlike you women folk. And from there, it is 11.15 a.m. I need to go ahead and get myself as ready as possible to, uh, to go and do some December 17th work for Swap uh, USA, that's Sex Workers Outreach Project. December 17th is a day of mourning um, dead, murdered uh, sex workers, and we're uh, doing data entry. I'm uh, helping with data entry on that for the December 17th ceremony. And um, yeah, it's mad real. Take one last look at the archive chat space. No one's on the phone line. And I want to be back here with y'all father muckers at 10 in the a.m. Oh, damn. Looking at the archive chat space. Yeah, J-Ma said, didn't Hillary Clinton call herself a Goldwater girl? Yes. Yes. And then J-Ma says, oh, there you goes, gravity. Oh, <laughs> there there goes gravity. Now you're acting fashy and, and whatever. All right, father muckers and mother this, that, and the others. I need to clean up my language so I can monetize. Let's get the heck fire out of here. All right. Good day to all and to all a good uh, night or something. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.